if you are ready to take the hard road, the road less traveled, the path in life where the journey is more important than the destination, then you are in the right place. Prepare to live with vigor. This is the Adventurous Gentleman Podcast. This Adventurous Gentleman Podcast is rated earmuffs, meaning if you have little children around, you're probably going to want to cover their ears. So, Aaron and I spent a bunch of time in this episode. Hello. You hear that? That's slow. No, you clapping? You. Hey, I got them at least shared on the one page. Uh, I appreciate it. I can't believe you did it. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah, I don't uh, think you fucking do it. I thought, you know what, I'll just be sitting here waiting for that little red fucking dot to show up. It's just never going to come. Yeah, it, it's, it's bad. I'm a, my, I really I have to be pinned down like that sometimes to do something. Cause I like the best of intention, but the road to hell is paid with the best good intention. And, oh, uh, I'm, I'm aware. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> fucking, there would have been a time where I would have been like too, too fucking like, Un- unconfident. What's the opposite of confidence? I don't know. Unconfident? Pussy. I would have been too much of a pussy to be like, Aaron, fucking get this shit out there. But now I just don't give a fuck, which makes it a lot easier. <laughs> fucking well, shit. You, yeah, that, but you've also, you know, <laughs> learned, you got to know me a little better where yeah. I don't, that, that, that doesn't bug me at all. Three years later, I'm like, Aaron, you motherfucker, get on there. <laughs> I don't give a fuck what you're doing. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, which, funny. which right now you're at the gym. Yeah, I'm going. Uh, I'm getting hammered or hammering. Hammering. Don't ever stop hammering. I know it's funny. People, I think the whole get hammered, hammering thing. Uh, it's comical for me because I'm like, yeah, uh, you know, I just, I think it. You know, keep hammering. I, you know, I guess what I'm getting at is, people, I'm not trying to be offensive to. Cameron, when I say get hammered, because people make fun of the shit I say, like when I'm soft or whatever, right? So yep. I do it to be funny. I don't mean anything negative by it, but uh, I, um, I, uh, people get defensive over that. Let me tell you, you don't want to get hammered. You want to keep hammering. If you get hammered, people get pissed. <laughs> I, I have yet to get hammered in the gym, but I'm pretty <laughs> sure there would be some disappointed faces if I did. Yeah, no you don't kidding. even drink, do uh, you? No, not years. Oh, yeah, so I've, you're only going to be hammering. I've got the gene, man. The yeah, gene. no, I've, I've, I got know the, yeah, I've got the gene. It's that one, one is one too many gene. Yeah, yeah, it's, just, it's not a good gene to have. No, no, that's very inconvenient. Yeah. So, you could just go and ham on the elliptical or what? Man, I don't do the elliptical. No. Liar. Although... Lies. I, I know I, uh, you get. I've heard. I've heard stories that that's where all your mad hiking mountain games come in. Is on that elliptical. No, I. I. Uh, the. Yeah, have, have a good day. The. Um, the the rower and the. I call it the stairway to Jesus. The Jacob's ladder. Yeah, that's the. Uh, no, not the Jacob's ladder. That does suck too. Um, I'm actually going to 
stopped getting hammered because people are looking at me at the gym kind of funny. Um, yeah, you probably think I, you're uh, a douche talking on your phone at the gym. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I'm sure. And I'm always on the phone anyway. Um, <laughs> so they're already getting pissed. But anyway, I, uh, the, uh, it's just the, stair- the stairway that, you know, keeps going in circles. Yeah, I love that stairway. Yeah. So, did you kill shit yesterday or not? No, no, I didn't. In fact, I ended up going home early. We had a 50-mile-an-hour wind, and uh, uh, which is good in a lot of ways for the wind to, uh, you know, you can stock right in on them. But week one, we couldn't find anything bedded, and uh, it got to the point, like, I couldn't hardly, like, you couldn't keep your eyes open from the dust and everything, you know, and my buddy was cool. He's like, dude, we can keep hunting, but I, like, I don't, I don't think it's worth it, and we got, you know, the later season hunt, and uh, I'm like, hey, man, I honestly, like, I, I probably should go home, sit, spend some time with the lady, and get some work done, so maybe this is a sign that I need to get my ass back to work. <laughs> You're like, but, I don't uh, need to lose two women this year. Yeah, no, or more, right? I think that my daughter sticks with me. (laughs) You know, 50-mile-an-hour winds, that's why they make firearms. Oh, man, I tell you what, even in, uh, I mean, we, you know, I will say, um, it's not like we didn't see any deer. We went down this uh, creek bottom, and, you know, on the way down, and we did have probably seven, seven or eight, eight different bucks that were, definitely you know killable that were just planted in their bed but they they just weren't they weren't big enough so so you didn't did you didn't kill any shit anything of note no. happened well i mean other than this one giant deer i hope i can kill later in the season we saw uh got a nine inch dropper on its main beam um bedded right in the middle of a field of nothing with 20 some does uh, with about 400 yards all the way around him with not a branch between me and him. That, that was cool. Uh, no, nothing really news and noteworthy happened. Um, I mean, when I got back, I had some interesting – I always have interesting emails, good and bad. Um, right, let's hear it. <laughs> well, I, th- I think, one, people are trying to – not everyone. Uh, people are trying to get some drama between – uh the bowman and i you know what i mean people are like digging like wanting something to be there um you know and so i had you know and i'm sure brian gets the same shit right i mean the the thing that uh you know there's going to be a following for me and a following for brian um and 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 you would see it in at the range on the trail anywhere there would be people that would walk right by brian and say hi and go straight to me and there would be people that walk by me and go straight to Brian. And, yeah. and, and there's actually a the, word for it, those people. What's that? It's called assholes. <laughs> well, and it was it, it never. I never was like, um, uh, what's the word? Like, I, I always under. I mean, there's always going to be people I cater to more than you know another, even though they may be grouped in the same sphere of influence whatever you want to call it you know there's a, and um i i personally like uh, uh you or ryan avery uh, you know whatever my, my buddy alex there's a certain demeanor my buddy like clay up in the 
uh, we're all cut from the same cloth, right? Cut a little bit, crazy as shit. Yeah, smart asses, crazy shit. And then there's where Brian is, he's more of a personable guy. Um, and uh, I would say, you know, it seems like maybe a younger crowd uh, likes Brian a little bit more than me on, on some aspects or some cases. And not and this isn't in a negative way at all, at least how it is. And I mean, really, like, um, it wasn't any different. Yeah, well, that's definitely that. And and I have gotten, um, take out police I'm going to be driving down the road and it will not come in very. Can you hear me all right now? Yeah, I got you. You can't, um, uh, you know, like there was, um, what am I trying to say here? Where, but like, people I think are looking like digging for something more than than is there as far as why I'm 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 you know kind of not left, but you know split, did my own thing. It did happen that like, and I got to talk. Brian and I still don't really talk too much and get past. Got so busy with, you know, everything. Um, you know, like when I I missed the mule deer or I wounded that elk or I met, you know, everything was like immediately up on social media, and I was kind of the front of the joke where. You know, he missed and wounded a bunch of stuff, and he hadn't really made a thing of it. And uh, I'm kind of like, dude, that's not really fair, right? Like, I'm on the brunt of your joke. Uh, and I talked to him about it on the mountain, and, and uh, it's not like a major issue. It's just, like, dude, fair is fair. Like, you want to teach people, let's, you know, I mean, let, let you know, it'd be great. They'll learn something. They, you know, a guy of influence that happens to, they can, be, you know, relate to it or whatever. But, um, you know, in, in, in the industry in general, um, I'm amazed there. I mean, there's stuff, a couple of things going on right now that, um, you know, I was there for the true story and I'm hearing, you know, it has nothing to do with me. I just happen to be there and I'm hearing all these backstory side story. And I'm like, you know, somebody's telling me the story, not knowing I was there and I'm hearing what happened by like seventh to eighth party, like, you know, several tiers down and, 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 and what I'm getting back, it's so fucking far fetched from what actually happened. I'm like, huh, where where'd you hear that? And and they're telling me, I'm like, huh, I wonder who he heard it from. Oh, he heard it from a buddy. And I'm like, huh. And I think that happens with everything where I mean immediately, uh, I've heard you know, right after I kind of announced or Brian and I talked about me doing my own thing, you know, I'm I'm getting, you know, messages and emails like crazy, like of good and bad, like dude, you shouldn't, you, you and Brian shouldn't split up. And other ones like, ah, oh, you got to get away from them, do your own thing. That's awesome. And uh, there's just not a whole, whole lot there for people to gossip over, I guess. Yeah, you know, it is, it is what it is. Everybody, there's not one, or there's maybe one. I don't know if there's more than one, but there's probably only one company that is in like whatever the top stock market is when it started and still in it today. All the other companies are just new companies. You know, you look yeah. at Kodak, all these shit. Like, things change. Things evolve. And it's it's going to challenge you both in different ways. And I think that's the interesting thing is now you're going to have two different products going in two directions and to see where they go. Yeah, and I mean, Brian's thing, like, uh, you know, he's, he's, he, you know he, does, he likes a fitness deal, nutrition, um you know, Brian reads a ton of books, right? And he, he like, on self-improvement and shit that I just don't do. Like, um, I, I was on a podcast with him and this other kid that does Wired to Hunt, and they're talking about, 
be, see how important it was to me. I don't even remember some book some guy wrote about self improvement and how to make. Well, I'm not even thinking. Yeah, I just work more. Like I just get up earlier and <laughs> you know, but you know, and there and I, and the kid, I don't know if he was just nervous around me or if he didn't like me, but he, I literally was like, oh yeah, I've read that several times. And I'm like, no, I haven't. I don't read that shit. And it, it's trying to make light of it. <laughs> I don't and, uh, he, yeah. <laughs> You know, I was just trying to be funny about it, but I don't think <laughs> he no thought it was funny. Yeah. Like, well, Brian laughed, but I mean, and the thing is, it's like um, everybody, uh, you know, learns everybody, you know, different ways, right? Everybody different got different things. For different yeah. folks. And that's good. Uh, you know, people are going to find what is good for them. And if this isn't for you, turn this shit off. You don't got to listen. You ain't even got to pay oh. for it, you know? It's like, yeah. keep looking. There's well, a I, lot of talented guys out there making podcasts. I'm sure you'll find one. Yeah, and I mean, I'm not reading enough books to do a book club, right? Like, I read Daniel Boone and Davy Crockett when I was probably 8, 10 years old. They're reading it now, doing a book club on it. And I'm like, uh, hard no. And nothing I'll wrong with it, right? I got a book for you. It's oh, about, Lord. Can, it's I, about... can I push it into my phone so I can listen to it? No, it worked that way if I hammer it hard enough. There's definitely, there's definitely not a audio version of this book. It's written Is there a by lot a of pictures? There's a shit ton of pictures, and it's okay, my book good. I read at the end of the day, and I read it to my son because he likes looking at the pictures of the deer in it. And it's oh, all about, cool. yeah, it's all about hunting and trapping in the Adirondacks. It's like a his, like, you know, it's just guys' stories, of, and I, I love and it. It's very relaxing. That's what I can read, like. What's weird, the uh, big small words. Coltrane, yeah, good small words. Coltrane, uh, this guy, I think his name is Don Coltrane. It's the voice for the guy that reads uh, the Crow Killer. It's the story of Jeremiah Johnson, and whatever is with his voice, it can make me sleep uh, or fall asleep. And I've got serious sleep issues to a point where I'm I'm getting nervous. I'm gonna die when I'm fifty. Like I'm sleeping three hours a night, consistently getting three to four hours every day. And I'm like, well, I mean, I don't feel like I'm burning a candle at both ends, but I certainly am. And that guy's voice, I mean, I've listened to The Crow Killer like a thousand times or more, right? I mean, you name a part and it all repeated. I've listened to it so much. <laughs> I've and, never uh, heard of it. Jeremiah Johnson, uh, the movie, you know, the one like mm-hmm. Will Primo's talk. Okay, well, it wasn't really anything like the the movie and so what what was cool about this book is they took several accounts um and, and inferred some of it right of this the guy john johnson or jeremiah johnson's story uh and kind of pieced it together and you know what it was is um uh young crow warriors killed his his wife who was a flathead um uh, i guess you know i guess she was good looking she didn't have a flat head because her parents from an oversight or whatever didn't uh put the rock on her forehead which is what they do with flatheads when they're babies anyway they killed her and she was pregnant when he came back um you know to his cabin after he was trapping or whatever she was dead right and so uh he went on a war path and the way that crows were they didn't seem like it was blackfeet that would have sent a hundred warriors to kill johnson at one time where with crows it was one at a time and it's story of basically his life and throughout that these 20 different crow warriors coming after him and him killing them all and he ate their liver Damn. and so 
um, he was a redhead and a big dude, you know, and I guess like, uh, it's pretty just, much it, me. it goes, <laughs> yeah, yeah, except taller, oh, bigger <laughs> beard. And, uh, it goes into, you know, these accounts and it, and it tells who it was from, like Dale Gu, the, his, his partner in crime, um, you know, his history, his record as, uh, you know, in the military, his record when he was, uh, uh, basically a, uh, a sheriff in a town. And, uh, so it's pretty, it's pretty cool. The thing is the guy's voice that reads it is for, you know, for my, you know, feeble little brain, it's soothing, I guess, to help yeah. fall asleep. So <laughs> he's turning it off. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I, uh, I, I'm on my third week, I think, or so of, of not chewing Copenhagen. It's not that I'm not chewing because I'm chewing grizzly. I'm trying to wean myself off of it slowly but surely. Uh, yeah, I've heard. I've heard a me, lot of people when they try to wean themselves off drugs, they just do other drugs. Mm, <laughs> I've heard I that think works on this, really good. <laughs> I was just going to say, I think uh, at the very least, if I just go from chewing like a can to a can and a half of Copenhagen, to a half a can of Grizzly a day, I'm going to chalk that up as a big B. That's a victory. Um, that's, that's success. True success. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if I, you know, if I was, you know, snorting seven lines of Coke a day and I went to one, I, I mean, that is, there's small victories, right? Um, there is. You got to get down to zero. You got to get to one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I'm, I'm, I'm trying and I haven't, I haven't uh, had any major breakdowns or whatever. So that, which is good. I haven't, really yeah i always gain a little weight in the off season because i'm i try to i lift a little bit heavier and you, you know eat a little bit more just from you know whatever getting into 180 something this year just because i had the already uh just a rough so just got to superset everything um uh, well and I, I mean i super my my workout program is um uh, quite a bit different than it used to be right i mean i don't um i don't lift real heavy on you know anything anymore and i just do you know, my workout's probably 20, 25 minutes at the most. And it, it really consists of supersets. Um, and I do anything from, you know, let's say I'll do push-ups where as I'm going down in the push-up um, cadence, I'll bring my, you know, get my right foot off the ground and bring my right knee and foot forward parallel to the ground. Um, and do the same with my left and I'll do sets of 15 with those and then I'll pop up and I'll do a set of 15, um, dumbbell, like one arm dumbbell snatches, um, with like 45 pounds. I'll go to the next arm, do foot 15 with 45 and go back into a set of 15 push-ups in cadence where I'm bringing my net, my knee up where I'm doing a lot of stuff like that. I don't, I don't do any heavy lifts. I mean, squatting the most I squat now. And it's gay. I only squat on a machine. Um, oh God! I'll do, you were, are you telling me you use the Smith machine to squat? I do, and I get oh, um, God. Uh, made fun of by guys like you, and, and I'm <laughs> confident enough so. in my. Well, and the, the thing is, is 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 as arrogant as this will sound, uh, it works, right? You're not gonna you're not gonna beat me up the mountain. You're not gonna sure. outpack me. Sure. And so I, mean, I yeah, I'm, but like I I'd rather beat you up the mountain dressed like a man than wearing a skirt you know mm. if you can do something yeah but that doesn't fucking that make doesn't it look make good well <laughs> uh whether i'm naked or wearing a skirt you're gonna be 400 yards behind me i'm okay I mean, i'm okay as long as i'm not in the smith machine 
Well, that's uh, I mean, that's the, the the thing, right? Where I used to squat heavy, you know, free weights, and now one, it's easier, you know. Um, I mean, the Smith machine. When I say easier, I don't mean just like it's easier to squat, which it certainly is. Um, but it's also faster. I don't have to deal with anything, right? I mean, it's, right? No, nope, no. Nope. And, and so I'll well, here's do the thing too, like. like as long as you're putting that bar on your back and, you know, hitting it hard, who gives a shit? Well, I'm coming from a point where I'm like, was like you and made fun of people using this Miss Machine five years ago, right? Like, as long as you're not curling in the squat rack, you're you're doing all right. No, no. And the gym I go to is smaller. It's, it's a mountain gym. I live up in the mountains now. There's, you know, one or two people in there usually, and, and I can get away with doing um, quite a bit you know, more abstract shit than you could in a, a real muscle head gym or one of the, like 24 hour fitness where it's super busy. Um, you know, so I get away with a lot more, like I'll take, um, you know, a curl bar with like 45s on each side and I'll do a set of 10 curls and then I'll lay down in the push-up position. I'll do 10 push-ups and then I will do where I roll the weight back and do an ab workout mm-hmm. um, back and forth where, um, you know, you see that shit big gym and you're taking up the curl bar and the curl area. Not good, not good, right? You're going to yell that. So I, uh, you know, I could do a lot more stuff like that. And it's just, it's, it's what's worked for me in the mountains. And actually, Brian made a post, uh, Gritty Brian, on the, you know, we're, we talked about this yesterday, I think, where he was, screwing around with the atlas stone and frank um cut his head off and put it on brian's head and kind of made a hairy ball sack where it looked like he was picking up a big ball sack frank you yeah. know I well <laughs> i i i didn't know he's gonna post it but what he did uh i laughed because i can't remember what brian posted but it was like hey i can do this on the mountain whatever and you know I, going back to lifting I don't care what you post. When you make a big cartoon hairy nutsack under yourself, it's fucking hysterical. Uh, yeah, well, and there you go, right? Like It's like South Park. Do you ever see that episode? Oh, yeah. <laughs> they're giving me the themselves. Balls on? Yeah, or they're giving one? themselves uh, testicle cancer so they can get prescription marijuana. So they have to carry them <laughs> oh, around yeah, yeah, the yeah. wheelbarrow. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah I, well, that one and... Uh, between that one and when Butter put fake balls on his chin again on yes, Maury Povich. Yes, balls chinian. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're like, yeah, hey, hey, kid with balls on chin. And, uh, yeah. But, uh, you know, that's kind of the humor that, that um, you know, Frank and I obviously have. Yeah, it's not really and, high, high, uh, high-minded, shall we say. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, man, right when he posted it, I was like, man, I should call Brian and let him know, like, hey, this is in a flight towards you, right, dude? It's just comical. <laughs> yeah, um, that's got to be a fun it, conversation. So uh, you're going to see a picture where uh, Frank has uh, superimposed his head where yours is and given himself large cartoonist testicles with hairy pubes. Yeah, exactly. Um, oh, good. The alarm's not going to go off. And uh, so I – but I think the thing was is like – when when Frank read that, he immediately was like, "What? What's he saying? He, he's going to go. He's not going to hike anymore. And is, what, he's going to go back to do." I mean, Frank was just laughing at it, and 
nothing wrong with what either of them posted. Really, I got a kick out of it, but it's like for me, um, I don't. Um, I my workout program with what I do, it's going to be pretty hard for somebody to talk me out of keeping, you know, that program going because out of everything I've done, it just flat out works for hunting, which is, you know, obviously what I do. And so, you know, relatively um, good, good speed, you know, so on and so forth. Um, just where, so you know, when, hmm. when I release this, I'm going to make the cover photo one of you and me doing curls in a squat rack and wearing a dress on the elliptical, just so you're aware. That's, <laughs> gotcha. That's what this that's is going to be. That's what you're asking me. I don't do the elliptical. I'm not you're elliptical. Like, like, um, I didn't want to do this because I didn't want to be the butt of the jokes. And then you come on here and it's nothing but getting your balls busted for the entire oh. Well, well, I think that is a good point. I am all about that, where I don't get sensitive about, like, if you had me in a kilt uh, squ- squatting on the, you know, in the Smith machine, like, man, that's fucking awesome. Oh, that's funny. I just it, don't get too, too Twitter paid about that. Let me, let me ask you this. If you found out you uh-huh. could be, like, say, drop your split time significantly by wearing a kilt or a skirt, would you go out in the backcountry in a kilt or skirt? Uh, oh, uh, not probably not. I don't think I could do it. I get my <laughs> legs to be all you know skinned up. There's, but, there's where you draw the line. <laughs> well, and I mean that's a good point of, uh, I mean the way fashion works. Let's take the kilt out of it. Um, there's like our our the Kafaru jacket, the Lost Parka. Mm-hmm. Right, not the most appealing looking thing in the world. I mean, no, it's, it's not ugly. bad, but it's, it's ugly as sin. Kind of ugly. To be honest, yeah, it is. It is by oh, far no. the ugliest puffy jacket in the market. Oh, call me. I'm like, look, you're not going to win any fashion statements, um, but I mean, it's going to keep you alive. Well, I'm amazed at how many guys will buy a different jacket um, and then finally come around to buying a Kafara one, and I'm like. Yeah, I told you, right? Like, I mean, it it is a warm jacket, and sometimes um, I am, I am amazed if you ask me that, and, and straight up against what I'm saying now is not just our parka, but multiple different things. You know, sometimes you're just going to be looking not as cool as you probably. Swazi is a great example. You're basically wearing a skirt because the jacket goes to your knees. Um, but man, the pink punks. Yeah, you just like a it just works. Yeah, exactly. You just work. So I mean, that's what I wear. Um, and then uh, it's definitely not. You're not going to win any beauty contests, but uh, it, it certainly does. You know, keep you warm and dry. So, but I don't know with the kilt thing, it'd be tough. And I've um, I entered. I used to do. I've done a few strongman competitions, and uh, there was a couple. Uh, guys that used to wear kilts for those it's actually not that very un- it's not that uncommon um and uh dude you, Especially you come in wearing games. a kilt yeah and I ne- i've never been to one of those but you know you see guys that you come in in a kilt that guy's probably got some strength behind him because he's man enough to wear a freaking kilt oh yeah you see someone like brian shaw wearing a kilt and you're just like yep 
I ain't man enough for that. <laughs> Did you see? So Brian, he lives here, and yeah. I, I was at the ATA show, and the most exciting part of me being at the ATA was Brian sitting behind me and hanging out with me at the. When I say hanging out with me, we were both BSing at the airport, um, and sitting behind me on the flight back. Cause immediately, I'm like, man, that's he's walking down. I'm like, fuck that shot straight. Like, I gotta say hi. I mean, total fanboy. I'm like, dude, <laughs> man. <laughs> First time in my life, out of all the hunters and everyone else I've ever been around, I'm just like, hey, buddy, hey, hey do you mind if I, you know, get a picture? Um, Could you sign my I mean, head? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I had hair at that time, but yeah, I'm don't like, mind my sweaty palms. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I just with, I mean, what he's done, the strength. I mean, coming from a you know guy that it's lifted heavy i'm like uh, just with an you know i hate to say it enamored i'm like wow man this guy i just i want to pick his brain nicest dude in the world did you see his new thing i think it was grip strength he did let's see his grip strength no thing uh-uh. he did. I, I heard about it. i haven't seen it yet but he was holding some kind of ball or something they were like if you can beat his time holding this we'll fly you out here shit oh good lord is it was it something where he basically was holding like a 14 pound like uh, shot put, just standing there or something. Uh, I think it was something bigger. I'm gonna I'm gonna Google this. This this tells you how much show prep goes into freaking blobs. Yeah, but dude, he's a, he's a monster. Oh, here's a, nope. This is from 2013, so it can't be that. Maybe it is. I don't know. I'll find it next time we do this. I'll have I'll have done some prep work. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, but yeah, he's a stud. Um. The uh the, the British guy beat him this year though. Oh, it, yeah, yeah. Uh, Eddie Hall. Have you seen that documentary? Yeah. It's on Netflix. Oh, it dude, is I, fucking yeah, awesome. I watched it like six times. Dude, well, Eddie Hall is. And, the, yeah, I like. You know what I like about Eddie Hall is his attitude. Like when he, he wasn't well, a winner, he, he's he real. Really, what's that? He's real. Yeah, and he had that attitude of like, I'm gonna be the fucking best someday. I'm just gonna be the best. Well, and I mean, I liked that documentary. I mean, like, I just did that podcast on my personal life, right, where he's talking, you know, he's had issue with depression, um, mm-hmm. going through, like, the, I mean, it's hard to hear people dig deep like that, you know, or not hard, it's hard to find people to do that. A lot of people want to keep up the veil of, like, of this, they don't want to take the cape off, shall we say. Yeah, no, you're you're right. I mean, I can think of... Uh, a couple guys specifically in the outdoor industry where, you know, it just irritates me where it's like, oh, you're perfect. Oh, you never wound anything. Which? Oh, okay. Yeah, right. Did you ever get the opportunity to interview Jim Shockey? No. Uh-uh. So if you can get him on your show, I would highly recommend it because you want to talk about a guy who's not afraid to talk about anything and just yeah super nice and he's the top of the industry so it's like here's a guy who's willing to talk about like his time being an antique salesman in an underwear model like it doesn't give it like he he told me he's like ask me anything you want there's nothing i won't talk about and it's like all right i've got nothing to lose so <laughs> yeah. yeah no kidding <laughs> yeah, uh, so i'd love to hear that one though that'd be a good one yeah, yeah, he's cool. I mean, obviously, it shows or whatever. I've, you know, whatever, but I've never, never interviewed him. Um, tried to interview his daughter once, but that I certainly was out of place for that. Uh, 
just just slide a uh, slide Jim a DM. Yeah, no, I will. Or I'll talk to him at the ATA show. Yeah, there you one go. Or the other. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In person, better probably. I'd imagine. Yeah, no, and, and he's he's pretty cool dude, but but it, it's funny. But yeah. When I was doing nothing in the industry and I was in a pro shop, I remember the guy running it being like, oh, I met Jim Shockey at the ATA. He's kind of a dick. So, you know, my expectations were pretty low. And then I'm like, you know, I start talking to him, figure things out. I was like, holy fuck, Jim's like a super nice guy and really humble well, and open about everything. Like, this guy's full of shit. <laughs> in, in my opinion of that, um, I think things, especially at shows, if um, – you base a 30-second encounter with someone at a show off of your re- the opinion of that person for the rest of your life. Yeah, it's like, what um, do you expect Jim you, to do? Suck your dick? Like, come on now. I just, you know, I mean, not making excuses for anyone. Sometimes they're tired. They just flat out have gotten tired of talking to people. They may be in a bad mood. They may be trying to get to another meeting. It's a million reasons. And so, and I, I'll give, bring up example, Matt Brimmer, um, who I really like, Matt, and I'm not comparing myself to Jim Chalky at all, but um, Matt, we were at a show, and um, I always remember, you know, Matt, I, I, I never really talked to him, and he's like, hey, Aaron, and I said, hey, the Sitka guy, what's up? And, and that was at a time where I wasn't really thrilled with Sitka because, you know, Sitka was basically bashing me and doing whatever he said. I mean, we talked about that before. You know, good example. Frank and I were talking about this last night. Guys are staying on bought and paid for by Sitka. Cracks me up. You know how many times Sitka has liked one of my photos on Instagram? It starts with a Z and ends in an Eero, right? It's like a zero, right? They do not share, like anything on my Instagram page. For a company that quote unquote pays me, which they don't, there's not a lot of love there, right? Like, obviously, um, you know, and that's purposeful. Like you can't. I mean, that's when I say purposeful. Uh, it ain't I mean, next. Whoever's, yeah, whoever's running their social media, obviously, uh, doesn't does not want to. I, I mean, I'm not saying I'm a you know, uh, guy for you know I'm I'm a Nat Geo photographer, but I, I kick out some cool photos. Um, not it once. Nice, like, it was a very romantic sunset you posted the other day. I, well, there you go. Right. I mean. I've got some pretty cool photos. Tag Sitka and everyone. Not been liked one time by Sitka. Not one of my photos. Not been shared. Nothing. So, uh, that, that, so I stop liking your shit. You'll start tagging me. Fucking brilliant. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but you, you get my, you get my, yeah. my. Well, I've liked your stuff before. I just like never True. shared the last three podcasts. But I, I mean, it's me... funny how. Go ahead. I, I don't want to forget this, and I know I'm running short on time. You have you checked out Six Sight yet? Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, I see their little, you know, the promo ads and stuff. But you haven't got your hands on any of the gear yet. No, I really need to that and Street. I need to I need to give a good rundown too, because people have asked me a bunch. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm and curious. the Street Gear guys, I really like those dudes. The Six Sight, uh, you know, gear guy. Um, it's uh, he's somebody I wouldn't mind working with anyway. I interviewed um, him yesterday, man. If you want, pretty oh, cool dude. A really cool dude. Really like you. You know how you can what's tell. His, is it Clint? Clint? Steve? Oh, Steve Holly? Stephen Holly? Oh, Stephen Holly. Gotcha. Yep. He looks like he could be a Clint though. Like I was like, 
in the movies or something. You know what I mean? Like that kind of look. Clint Eastwood, yeah. yeah he's got no, I'll look. have to. Say- I have to check it out. Yeah, dude, uh, you should. I'll if you want. I'll put you. I'll CC you in his in the thing if you're interested. But we yeah, no, that'd that. be that'd be cool. Um, yeah, they have a lifetime guarantee on their shit apparently, or exchange. Huh, no, I've been I've been pestered a ton about those two, six sites and screen to see you know to to give a kind of a rundown against um, you know the the, the cryptic uh, thick uh, first light you know. And that's why, it's kind of, that's why it's kind of important what you're doing with Kafaru and not being, like, tied to any particular other companies because yeah. guys like me want to know, and I can't get my hands on all that shit. Not a fucking yeah. chance. Just financially yeah. not swinging. Well, and that's why I want, you know, why I brought that up is people, I get email like, oh, you're partnered up with which shit cadets bias it's like really i'm partnered up with a shitty partnership because they're not doing anything to promote me i'm getting screwed in that partnership so yeah <laughs> and uh you know whatever if you're out there listening marketing people from from Sitka, please don't be mad at me that that was a truthful statement um i mean it is what it is i'm using it uh you know the gear i use because i like it it's certainly not because uh this Sharing my photos on right now, you, media pages. Right now, they're going to be putting our names on a list. Do not do business with. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like that, uh, what was that Billy Madison people to kill with? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, uh, that, that fucking Steve Buscemi, man, he came a long way from being the guy who's who's got the uh, vendettas in Billy Madison to Boardwalk Empire. Hey, hey crazy eyes. Yeah. You know, oh, that's, man, that's I the perfect that. metaphor for the hunting industry, though, because it's the crazy-eyed dude you think, like, whatever, one day shaking your hand at an ATA show might be that guy who's got that bar- Boardwalk Empire career down the road. Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's true. I actually posted that photo of him with crazy eyes when Brian uh, wounded that bull. My crosshairs were right on it. I don't know what happened. <laughs> 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 Which I thought was hilarious. He probably didn't think it was as funny as I did. But. <laughs> yeah, I thought that. All right, brother, man. I got to go to get the little man fired up and going for the day. Uh, So, where where now? Back in December, I guess we'll pick the series. Yeah. I you may fly out to Alabama next uh, weekend and whack some dough for buddy for the QDMA project. I don't even know what that's called. Just... Deer management, whatever. He's supposed to shoot 25 does, and I can say I personally feel I'm the best suited to shoot 25 does. And so <laughs> I'm, the man. I'm gonna try and get down there. Oh, just, no, just remember not they that. start tying just, you to a tree and you hear violin music. Just fucking run. Yeah, no, dude, I like it. Alabama, where we're at, it's cool. It's got a crazy beauty with that southern type of uh, the trees and whatever the oak bottoms or whatever the hell is get those trees are called. It's pretty. Southern it's pretty people cool, are also though. super nice. Well, that, and they cook well, and they make you fat. Um, there is nothing healthy about the food we eat when we're down there. And they buy these giant trays of cookies. I'm walking by it every day, or every minute, cookie, cookie, cookie. And I'm like, Jesus, with 400 pounds by the time I'm done here. Hell yeah, that's the way to live. All right, yeah. my man. Uh, yeah, I'll post this shit, and uh, we'll get it going.